Blog Talk Radio. Radio, 
the iTunes podcast. Yes, you can download for free right after the show. All you have to do is go to the iTunes selection, type in the Nikki Rich Show dot com or the Nikki Rich Show official podcast, and you can go there and you can download the podcast once again for free. And we are also on TuneIn Radio, where you can hear all the episodes of the Nikki Rich Show. I'm excited today. Yes, it's Thriving Thursdays, and we have a very, very special guest. We got Dr. Marilyn Schlitz here, and we are going to talk a little bit about the new film that makes life possible that's going to be on the on broadcast or releasing on the set to air on TV on on the own broadcast at October the 1st at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we are talking about death here today. <laughs> and death makes life possible. So I'm excited, and I hope you guys are too. And we're going to take one quick commercial break, and we're going to come back with our special guest. Make sure that you call in, and you can call in at 323 Let's face it, most of us are addicted to our mobile devices. BestDudes.com is a website and mobile app for people to go to. If you need a good stylist or barber, search Best Dudes for a licensed professional by city or state. You can check out photos of their work or even book an appointment online. Download the Best Dudes mobile app to connect with top barbers and stylists when you're traveling or just want a new look. Visit bestdudes.com today and download the app free in your app store. That's B-E-S-T-D-O-O-Z.com. Welcome back to the Nikki Rich Show. Today we have our special guest, and she is here I want to tell you a little bit about our special guest. She is an anthropologist and a scientist, and you know we love to have doctors in the house. So with no further ado, we would like to welcome the executive producer, one of the executive producers of Death Makes Life Possible, Dr. Marilyn Schlitz. Welcome. How are you doing? I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yes, yes. We are excited. I'm excited to to talk about Death Makes Life Possible. I got a chance to uh, check out the, the previews. I hope everybody else is, too, and just everything about it. And we know that you're exploring the mysteries of life and death from a variety of perspectives and world traditions. So I'm excited. <laughs> Well, it's an important topic for, to all of us. My uh, co-executive okay. producer, Deepak Chopra, likes to say this is a, a project for anyone who's going to die. And that's exactly. a pretty big demographic. <laughs> it is. It is. So, how? I mean, how and what sparked your interest in exploring death? Well, I'm very interested in consciousness and our human potential. Uh, I'm interested in transformation, did decades of research looking at how we can change ourselves in ways that are positive and pro-social. And 
Um, I started interviewing people, uh, healers from different traditions, looking at how healing is transformation and transformation is healing. And one of the big thorny topics for a lot of people is uh, fear of death. And so I began to really look at how we can redefine death and transform our fear into inspiration for living. I uh, started interviewing spiritual teachers from different world traditions, uh, scientists talking about the evidence for life after death, uh, what are the different worldviews, what are the different religious practices, uh, and also grief practices. How can people overcome this you know, sense of grief and loss in ways that can help to affirm our experience of living? Awesome. Now, tell us, I know you had a a near-death experience as a teenager that also sparked your interest. Am I correct? Absolutely. I uh, had a couple of experiences as I was growing up. One was, before I can even remember, as an 18-month-old toddler exploring the world in my cute pink jammies and uh, finding a can of lighter fluid and swallowing that lighter fluid and ended up in and out of intensive care and kind of struggling Mm -hmm. in that fine line between living and dying. And um, I think developing a really deep appreciation for the healers and the health professionals and and also for this the powers and potentials of our consciousness and then as you mentioned years later when i was a teenager um somewhere i shouldn't have been with somebody i shouldn't have been with and uh, i was on the back of a motorcycle and we were hit by a drunk driver and it threw my body off of the bike and i had an an out-of-body experience where i was like very clearly watching my body tumbling through the air and then landing with a big thud. Um, And so that gave me a sense that consciousness may be something more than just our body and that there may be these extended reaches of our potential. And the other piece that came from that was they talked about possibly amputating my leg. I ended up with 66 stitches in my left leg. And uh, they sent me home to see what happened. And I remember thinking that I could use my imagination to help heal my leg. And I was just a kid. I didn't come from a medical family. There was no doctor in the house. And uh, I remember having this feeling that I could heal myself. And sure enough, when I went back to the hospital to have the cast removed, um, you know, I have two sturdy legs on the ground today. So I think, again, it says something about what are these capacities we have within us that go beyond just the physical aspects of who we are. And and I like that you make it where, you know, you have that peace where you can talk about it because I'm going to tell you, some sometimes people, the word death, it just seems so, you know, like, uh, so a lot of people, they have a lot of people have fear and they really even want to engage in talks about it. They really even want to engage, even when it comes to, you know, just basic things like getting insurance. (laughs) That's right. There's a huge denial in our culture Mm -hmm. around death. And so what we were trying to do with this film and the companion book, uh, some educational programs we're creating, is to help start the conversation and give people a kind of safe way to enter something that can be very scary for folks. And and I love it because you're already, I mean, getting rave reviews from 
many people out there. Um, the Light of Consciousness magazine says, uh, in regards to the film, it skillfully and gently raises the curtain on what we think of as the last act in our play of life and the landmark production that's not to be missed. And also uh, Dr. Larry Dossi says it's stunning in terms of beauty, richness, of detail, heart, and wisdom, bring tears and inspiration. And another uh, film review is uh, by Dr. Dean Ornish, highly recommended, deeply personal, yet universal in scope. Death makes life possible is not just about how to die peacefully and gracefully, but more importantly, it describes how to fully live. I love that. How to live. You're living without fear. <laughs> I That's love right. that, too. And it's yes, part of who we are in our human, you know, beingness. Our mortality is part of that. So, how do we, you know, accept the demographics that show we're an aging population? We have what's being called the silver tsunami, uh, which is really the idea that you know people are growing older, and we have to come to terms with what do we believe? What is our worldview? You know, what do mm-hmm. each of us think? will happen at that moment when the physical body dies. And I've been just fascinated as an anthropologist to hear from different cultures and different perspectives about, you know, the the vast reaches of what might be called the soul or um, our spirit. Mm-hmm. And also I, I love that the movement also includes individuals, families, and caregivers with the tools to uh, facilitate self-safe exploration of death and um, build a a worldwide network in support of redefining death. And not only that, um, when I was uh, um, just viewing and watching, I also saw what I liked, um, the different, like you said, the wealth of teachers and practices, and I saw mediums how people thinking they can communicate with people who are dead. I saw that portion, and that sparked another interest on, you know, how people are communicating with the dead, a practice, I would say. (laughs) Yeah, well, well, it's certainly a very widespread practice. And Mm -hmm. so I was interested both from, you know, a, a spiritual perspective, what is it that happens? How do we... Um, have the opportunity to heal some of our grief and our sense of loss by having that connection, being able to talk, whether there's any sort of reality to that spirit being, you know, there. Uh, It can be very soothing, whatever somebody's worldview is about that. Um, Strictly materialist people can still feel that connection to their departed loved ones. But we also dug into the science of it and, you know, what do scientists tell us about evidence for consciousness surviving bodily death and some really fascinating research happening uh, at the University of Virginia, for example, where they're studying reincarnation or Mm -hmm. the Institute of Noetic Sciences where they're looking at the brains of these mediums when they believe they're in communication with the departed and looking at how science can begin to... um, expand in the context of these kinds of questions. And also, you know, one of the quotes that really stood out to me 
um, with Deepak Chopra, Chopra, I'm sorry, (laughs) is the key to the conquest of death is to find out who you are. To find out who you are. Wow. It's it's very powerful. It really is. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful to, you know, we have a website, the deathmakeslifepassable.com site, where a lot of the resources are there, uh, tools that people can use mm-hmm. in their own exploration. Uh, and, you know, I think what Deepak is saying there is really a deep examination, an opportunity for each of us to think about are we – you know, just the the material possessions that we have, does that mm-hmm. define who we are? Or are there these qualities of our being that are, are much deeper and much richer uh, and how that helps us to feel interconnected with the, the larger sense of oneness? Yes. And, um, you know, I, I know your take is on totally different than prior before. <laughs> like, I just want to know before, all your experiences happened. What was your take on this? Was it okay? We live, we die. <laughs> Prior to your experiences. Well, I don't. You know, I like I said, my first experience probably happened at 18 months old, and so I've okay. kind of had an interest at a deep level for a long time. Oh yeah. But mm-hmm. I think that um, having this opportunity, the gift really of interviewing all these masters from different world traditions and, you know, mm-hmm. talking to people from, you know, the Christian faith, the Islam, um, Judaism, Buddhism, Hinduism, even a skeptic, Michael Shermer was in the film uh, talking about his kind of materialist model. And I feel that there's a gift in the opportunity to ask the questions and to feel comfortable knowing that it doesn't have to be so hard and that this conversation is really, you know, informing our culture right now. And I, I'm grateful to be able to contribute, you know, using the film Death Makes Life Possible, the book, educational programs, to really help people. I have a podcast series, too, that uh, I designed to really help people transform their grief and transform their fear. So all of these are opportunities, I think, to share with people my own views, which are, you know, as a, as a curious explorer and really a deep, I have a deep appreciation for the world's traditions and a kind of pluralism that invites you know, common ground between different traditions. I like to think about um, death awareness for peace because we know that people, when they deny their own mortality and they deny death, um, they can have very, you know, negative experiences. Their behaviors can be very aberrant and pathological. Uh, We can look at the wars that we're fighting, and, and there is an argument that the deep root of that conflict comes from our fear of our own mortality. And so how can we liberate ourselves in order to be fearless in the face of what is inevitable? Wow. Yes. And and I love the fact, too, like you said prior, that uh, Death Makes Life Possible features some of the leading scientists, anthropologists, philosophers, and spiritual teachers and thinkers of our time. And um, I just want to name a few. Yasir Chadley, uh, 
once again, Deepak and um, Stuart Sarnaroff and Lauren Arches, Rudy Kinsey, just to name a few, but everybody has to go check out the film as well. And we're excited about the release on October the 1st. Tell us a little more about that on on TV, October 1st. Uh, We're just thrilled to have Oprah uh, (laughs) using this movie as the launch of A Month of Belief. And she has dedicated herself to creating some documentaries around different religions in the world. And they felt that this film offered a a great sort of context in which to launch her month of exploration on this topic. So, yeah, we are so excited. The film has been all over the world. We've been in India. We've been in all parts of Asia, um, Europe, South America, we just had somebody translated into Portuguese, which is great. Uh, so we're really excited about that. And now with this um, broadcast premiere on the Oprah Winfrey Network on October 1st at 830, um, you know, we feel like we can just reach a lot of people who might not have the opportunity to go to a movie screening or, you mm-hmm. know, a community gathering. They can just, from the comfort of their living room, uh, explore this topic. And, and I really invite people to watch it in community with their families, with their friends, um, and also to view it again, uh, you know, have the opportunity to mindfully explore the topic so that there's you know, opportunities to talk in a deep way about something that is so very, very personal. Awesome. And and that's why I'm glad we're here today. So everybody can hear and, and learn a little more, and they can definitely find out even more on October the first. And, and what's so amazing is, is that the death makes life possible. It's so aligned with, you know, with what Oprah is doing as well with the belief and super soul sessions, you know, I got a chance to attend um, two weekends ago and it's so aligned with what she's doing. And I, I think that is truly amazing. <laughs> the whole film is. <laughs> so I think that's amazing in itself. Well, it's a miracle, I have to say. I mean, I'm sure you can kind of appreciate that. You know, we got a call a day, and it was like, we really want your movie. And I thought, oh, my gosh, it's a dream come true. It is. It is. And and that's how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to happen just like that. And I think it's great because everything that your film is about, that's exactly what Oprah is doing right now. So that's pretty pretty awesome <laughs> and and I think it's great um also you know in case anybody wanted to learn more can you give us your website where they can go to and and even view on YouTube or anywhere they can go and learn more Right. Well, deathmakeslifepossible.com is the best place to go. Uh, And we have information there on how people can order the film, order the book, uh, sign up for some online courses, you know, listen to these free podcasts that we're offering. Uh, Lots of opportunities to engage. Uh, We also have, you know, free facilitator guide for – people who want to take it into community viewings, for example. I can see it in different church communities, different neighborhood groups, 
book clubs. You know, it's got vast potential. We're getting together on October 1st, a group of us, to watch, you know, the world premiere on the Oprah Winfrey Network. Uh, and yeah. to be able to be together in community and talk about it and to celebrate. So I really encourage people. We also have Day of Day Less Mortis coming up, you know, the Day of the Dead. And this whole month is an opportunity for celebration. Uh, we feature that practice in the film. So we invite people to kind of use the film for exploring different rites of passage, different, um, you know, Memorial Day is featured in there. So people who have lost, you know, folks in, in the military have an opportunity to think about their own experiences. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really an invitation for people to, you know, this humor in the movie, people think it's all very serious, but it's not. It's um, it has moments of tearfulness, but it also has moments where, you know, you can just delight in the wisdom of a 12-year-old girl who she says to me right into the camera, you know, I've always wondered what happens when we die, and I still haven't figured out the answer. And it's just so precious that this young, you know, not fully formed person has such a, a grasp on the fundamental question. It's it's really beautiful. It is, it is, and it's 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 great to just even like I said, uh have that conversation in regards to uh, death and and you know what I got a chance when I was viewing I got a chance to see you went you guys went to New Orleans, one of my favorite now. <laughs> One of my favorite places, I would say New Orleans as well. Uh, yeah, we've gotten of- around. It's been fun. And Louisa Tish, for example, is um, uh, a priestess from the um, what is she, Yoruba tradition. And she talks about the ancestor worship and, you know, invites people to really think about um, the great loss is living an unfulfilled life, not death itself. And, you know, Lauren Artress, who is a, a canon at Grace Cathedral and um, has been the pioneer who championed the labyrinth movement, um, invites people to, to use a labyrinth, this kind of ancient pathway, to process their own experiences, their own um, reflections, and even their sense of grief and, and connection with those people who are departed. So there's lots of opportunities for people to use um, these tools and also to experience and kind of, you know, really watch their own transformation uh, and to become more aware of what we're not aware of. I think that's a big gift. Yes, ma'am, it is. Well, I'm I'm just so excited. <laughs> I'm excited for you. October the 1st. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate your enthusiasm. <laughs> Yahoo. <laughs> And, We're going and, for it. Yes, and it's a movement. It really is. You know, it just doesn't stop there. It's everywhere, you know, and I love it. And we look forward to just learning more and exploring more in regards to death and uh, death makes life possible. And um I'm sorry. I just want to thank you, Nikki, for the work you're doing and for the opportunity to explore these kinds of questions for people. I think that it's, it's, 
you know, an opportunity. Sometimes we feel lonely that we don't have anybody to really talk to about these, you know, deep, big issues. And I think yeah. you creating this kind of forum is really, you know, something very precious for everyone. Yes, and that's what it's all about. We're here, an open platform for everybody to, and, and we like to explore our stuff. We like to do research because this opens, it opens up your thought, like your consciousness, and it opens up uh, that conversation, and that's what I love. And, and it can get a little deep. It, get, it gets deep sometimes, and I just love that, and I, it fascinates me. So I, I'm just so pumped to have you on here today, and I just thank you so much for taking out the time to talk with the Nikki Rich Show. Well, I am delighted to be here, and I hope you have a great day. Yes, thank you so much. Once again, can you give out your website for the people out there, the listeners? It's deathmakeslifepossible.com, and you can access all kinds of wonderful information and participate in the movement. You know, sign up for the mailing list and, you know, be part of something that is emerging. Well, thank you once again, and any last words? Any last thank yous that you would like to give to anyone out there that has uh, helped you along the way or any last encouraging words to anybody out there? Yeah, I just, you know, I want to acknowledge and appreciate my director, Mark Krigbaum, who has been tirelessly recutting the movie so that it's the right length for the Oprah program, and that has been a big deal. Uh, we don't often think about, you know, how significant it is to add seven minutes to a program, but we have successfully done that. And, uh, you know, really a lot of people, Deepak has been a great inspiration for me, and uh, and obviously Oprah and all the great folks there at the Oprah Winfrey Network. And so, yeah, just, um, you know, lots of lots of gratitude. Thank you so much. Thank you for being our guest here at the Nikki Rich Show. See you later. Thank you. Everybody out there, you were just listening to Dr. Marilyn Schlitz. You can go and listen and watch Death Makes Life Possible set to air on OWN TV October the 1st, 2015, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. She's going to explore some of the central questions about life, death, from a variety of spiritual, religious, and scientific perspectives. So make sure you follow cultural anthropologist and scientist Dr. Marilyn Schlitz. And today we're going to wind things down here at the McEwitt Show. Thank you to all the listeners out there. Thank you to everyone. It's it's been amazing, thriving Thursday. I want you guys to make sure that you follow us along on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Miss Nikki Rich, as well as at Nikki Rich Show LA. Thank you once again for listening to the Nikki Rich Show. We always end by saying we wish you all the best, much love and success, and we end by saying God bless. God bless you all. Have a great day. <laughs>